Um, you can just put abiding, knowing the Almighty. Go. All right. Um, can you put up Revelations chapter 4, 8 through 11? Hello. Hello. Okay. Okay, so it says the four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Okay. So we can just stop right there. And holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Who was and is and is to come. I could just keep saying that. If we could, we could just hold on to that forever, literally. Who was and is and is to come. So we'll come back to that scripture. I just wanted to put that out there. Um, Cameron, can you go to 1 John chapter 2, verse 24 through 28? And I'm going to read through. And just bear with me. I'm going to try to get it out. Say what? <laughs> Am I right? Thank you, Nico. Cheerleader. <laughs> Look, let me get rid of it. <laughs> I know. Like you don't take turns. We used to do that in discipleship class. They had, they made us pass the mic around, and everybody had to read scripture. <laughs> All right. It says, "Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father." So everybody who wants to abide in the Son and the Father, Father, just raise your hand if you really want to abide in him. And I was asking Christina before class, like, what do you think? What is a, when you hear the word abide, what do you think of? Mm -hmm. And what did you say again? Nika said an agreement as one. What did you say? I forgot. It was really good, though. Y'all got to speak like that. Just think of it again. <laughs> Abide. What do you think about when you hear the word abide? Um, like giving, following him in all of your ways of life yes, and not just picking and choosing. Yes, I love that. Following him in all of your ways, not just picking and choosing. Can you go back to that scripture before? Well, as I was reading this, the thing that stuck out to me was from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you will also abide in the Son and in the Father. And so I just was like, okay, well, what did I hear from the beginning? Like, so that I can abide in you, in the Son and in the Father. But right before that, he talked about um, if you acknowledge the Father, no, if you acknowledge the Son, can you go to that, the, the scripture right before that? 23. I don't want to mess it up. Okay. So it says, whoever denies the son does not have the father. 
and who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So if you deny the Son, you don't have the Father, and if you acknowledge the Son, you not only have the Son, but you have the Father. And, you know, he kind of like, I believe we can acknowledge him and deny him in many ways in this walk. It's not like just like a one-time shebang. Sometimes we can pick and choose what we want to acknowledge that's of him and what we want to deny. And like you said, he's asking us to abide. He's asking us to really give it all, not pick and choose what we choose to acknowledge and what we choose to deny that is of the son. Yeah, we can literally pick and choose. <laughs> I've done it before. Yeah. You got to get the mic. They, <laughs> we ha they're recording, so oh. it has to be. That's good. Okay. So, um, just like I, I'm in complete agreement with you because so the other, I think it was last night, um, Mark's, I was driving his truck because he's been doing a lot of driving and my car has better gas mileage. And so I'm like, man, this gas light is on and I really don't want to stop and get gas. Like I had a long day at work, went to class. I just want to go home. And I'm like, all right, I'll just tell Mark that like, I, I couldn't get over in time, even though that was a lie. But like the moment I said it, I was like, oh. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Even though it's something so small, like, you know, nope, you, you can't. You got to tell the truth. Just tell them you didn't feel like stopping. So I did. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is super awesome. Yeah. No, yeah, he will convince. It's like the more you start grinding him, like, the, the stop comes immediately on what not to do and what to do. It's pretty amazing. I know. Because before, you would have just rolled with it, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is abiding. Seriously, that is a sign that you are abiding in him, which is pretty amazing. So can you go back to chapter 24 or verse 24? Again, it says, therefore, let that abide in you, which you heard from the beginning. What did we hear from the beginning, Lord? <laughs> if what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. So I just started to look up in the beginning, <laughs> in the Bible. And it, you know, of course, took me to Genesis 1.1. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created. So he had to be here first for something to be created. And then the next verse that had in the beginning was John 1, 1. And it said, in the beginning was the word, which is Jesus. And the word was with God. So Jesus was with God. And the word was God. So Jesus was God. And I was like, this is so cool. Okay. So in the beginning, he said, it says right here, if what you heard from the beginning abides in you. So if it's abiding in you, abiding in you. And so as I was reading this, I'm like, okay. So just kind of how I broke it down, it says Jesus in the beginning was the word. So Jesus was the word. Jesus was with God and Jesus was God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we, our identity is now is in Christ whenever we come to him. So we no longer can look at ourselves as Tori or Nico or Christina or Tiana. Um, it's just not fair. 
you know, because he bought us for a price. And so I wrote here, it says, when you come to Christ, you no longer have your former identity. You are made in his image and his likeness. You are a new creation in Christ. So now we have to really start saying something totally different. Is what we heard from the beginning. And the beginning was the word. And Jesus was the word. He was the truth. So we have to abide in the truth. We have to abide in Jesus. We, are, we must know that we are seated with Christ. We must know that we are made in his image. And the most beautiful thing that it says Jesus was with God. That means he didn't leave him. He didn't depart from him. It says if you heard from the beginning, if what you heard from the beginning abides in you, in the beginning it says that Jesus was with God. He didn't depart from him. He remained with him. So I took this as a mirror image on what we should do to abide, to stay in him so that we could also be with the son and in the father and with the father is that we need to make sure that we're staying with him and not, you know what I mean? Like we talked about earlier, going to the left and to the right and then trying to come back. We got to stay close. We have to stay um, in good godly counsel. We have to make sure we're staying free from, you know, deception. And we just have to stay close because that's what Jesus did in the beginning. Or that's what Jesus was. Let's see. Abiding in Christ must be done by faith and by obedience. So like Chris has said before, obedience is faith over time. Oh, faithfulness is obedience over time. So we abiding is not just a faith thing. It's also you know, an action. We also have to, he'll tell us, like Nika just said, you know, don't say that. And she was obedient. And that was her abiding in the father, abiding in what she heard her father tell her to do at that moment. And it was probably so quick. It was but a breath. And I just think this is awesome because we sometimes choose to abide in different things, but it says in the beginning, God created. So he's above all other things. He's literally above all other things. He was here before the earth was formed. And all kingdom power and authority flow through him, through him. So I just think that's amazing. Like, the things that we try to abide in are not even comparable to our creator. And we, you know what I mean? So we like lessen ourselves. Like we lower our standards like daily when we choose to abide in other gods and, um, you know, just other idols. And so we have to make sure we're continuously just staying in him. Like Lee taught last night at um, in spots, you know, just acknowledging him first in all things and all decisions. And sometimes it can be so hard to to remember to do that. But it's you know, just as simple as, Lord, am I supposed to go meet with this person today? Like, I want you to give me peace if I'm supposed to go. Or, Lord, I, you know, do you want me working at this job? Give me confirmation or just let your spirit be with me. But just acknowledging him, that's just really showing him like, oh, my, my daughter really is abiding in me. She's trusting in me in her everyday walk of life. And I think that's very important, um, especially as new babies in Christ. <laughs> Because, you know, when you first start, you get very zealous. 
and you kind of think you know it all, but we're very far from that, you know? And, um, cause I was, me and Chris always talk about how, like we went on a trip, I think last year and we thought we were somewhere on that trip, but we were really nowhere. Like <laughs> seriously, we thought we really like made it, but you never really make it. You just continue to grow in him. And so I just praise God that he continue, like he's, he continuously humbles us, um, daily. It's pretty awesome. So let me see. Can you go to verse 25? And this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life. So he promises us eternal life as we abide in him. I mean, this is just amazing. Like, like Nika said too, and I'm just telling everybody stuff, but what else is there outside of eternal life? You know, that's his promises that he has promised us. And some things that we don't believe, like our mind still has these unbelievers flying around. We just got to start speaking it until we believe it because we've been so formed by the things of this world and um, just kind of the people around us have shaped us to believe certain things. So we have to start speaking differently over ourselves and, um, you know, just over every situation in our life. We just, we have to, me and Christina were talking today and she was saying that she speaks a lot, that she's shy. And I told her that the Lord, like, kind of told me to stop saying that. I used to say the same thing. And he told me, don't speak that or that's what it would be. You know, he's very gentle. He's not going to force us to be anything. He, he's, he's not He's not that type of God, you know. Um, once we know the truth, we have to choose to abide in that truth. And I know in his word, like I was telling Christina, it doesn't say anything about we should be shy. It says we should be bold. You know, his boldness. His, those are his characteristics. So I started to speak that. Even though I didn't really feel it. But I didn't go off of my feelings anymore. Or, you know, my emotions. I just went off of the word. And I started to speak that. And every time Chris would tell me, you know, you're going to go up there and teach. I would just, even if I didn't feel it, I would say, yes, I'm excited about teaching. God is going to use me. He's going to, you know, I just started speak. I started to just speak in faith and I'm still speaking in faith today. And I'm up here in faith and everything I do is just in faith because, um, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I really believe I'm not my own anymore. Like I just do. I believe that however God has to use me, I have to yield to that or I'll be in rebellion if I don't. So <laughs> I just praise him for that. So. I thank God for fellowship. I, I enjoy hanging out with you today. Like, this is our sister. It was exciting. I just love that all my sisters are just here. And y'all are growing in Christ. And it's it's overwhelming, but it's awesome. And so, <sighs> abiding. Abiding. I'm going to put this stuff down. I just love Jesus. He's awesome. Ah, he is. He's so awesome. He's so awesome. I just want to hear what he wants right now, so excuse me. <laughs> I just, I'm going to speak on deception for a little bit. And we all know deception is a lie. And it flows around very, you know, easily. Deception tries to make us think we're something that we are when that's really not who we are. And um, a way that you can know deception is if it doesn't start with Christ, it's, it's deception. 
because he is the only way and it tells us that. So if someone's trying to point you another direction, just like we were kind of talking about yoga and stuff, and you're you're like, hey, I have anxiety, and they point you to, oh, you should do this yoga class that I just did, and it really calmed me. You know, like, that's deception. Because the only way, the we only can be pointed to the truth, honestly. Um, we can't really be pointed any other way. So I believe we as Christians have to be very aware of when deception is um, roaming near because <laughs> it will. And we just, we can't be, what's the word when you kind of um, like, you don't know anything. Yeah. We can't be naive to deception. Um, we just have to know. And we, we have to choose to go the other route, you know? Um, so I just wanted to speak about deception for a little bit. And on here, I just have everything starts and finishes with Christ. Remember, in the beginning, God created man. Man didn't create God. So man can't try to push us in a man-like activity and try to tell us that's going to get us to God. They should push us directly to God. So just watch your surroundings and, and kind of listen to what people are encouraging, what they're pushing you towards and, or who they're kind of like, um, where they, what kind of advice they're giving you. Is it directing toward him, towards him or worldly things? And that's how you can separate what's deception, what's the, you know, and they probably don't even know they're doing it. They're just being used. And so you don't really take anything out on that person. You just know for yourself. So you can start learning the voice of the Lord. Um, yeah, because Satan wants to keep our souls in bondage. And, you know, he wants to keep us with all these these thoughts that's just spiraling everywhere. And we don't know what's God. And we don't know what's the truth. And we don't know what's the lie. But God is attracted to himself. Satan will never push you towards God. He just, he that's not who he is. He's going to push you away. So when thoughts are coming, when things are coming, um, you can always just, okay, is this of God? Um, is this pushing me towards him or is this pushing me away from him? And some ways that can push you away is through condemnation, um, self-awareness, any of those things. So that's how you can captivate that stuff really quick. Is it pushing me closer to, to the Lord or, if, or if it's not? Yeah. Yeah. He'll keep, yeah, he'll keep you in a spiral. He wants your, he just wants us to stay in bondage. Anything that's going to keep us bound, and that could be thoughts, you know what I mean? That It's a cycle of repetitiveness where you don't feel that freedom, you know? And um, you have dominion over that, though. As soon as you, you know you're in a cycle, you know it's not of God, you can just speak his word, and he, it has to flee in Jesus' name. So everything you do, just do in Jesus' name. And right here, I have your soul is now, it's, it's, it's like a war is happening. <laughs> For the truth and lie, and you have to know which one you're gonna, which one you're gonna grab. Are you gonna grab the truth, or are you gonna grab the lie? And we really do have a choice. I mean, that's what he's given us. He's given us choice. So there was times where I used to sit in stuff because I wanted to. Like I would choose a lie, and I knew I was choosing a lie. I just liked how it felt. <laughs> and then I'll never forget one time the Lord told me exactly what to do to pretty much break off this. Um, it was like I would just get into like the shutdown mode where I didn't really want to be around people. 
And I heard the Lord tell me what to do. He told me to do the opposite of what my flesh wanted to do, which was to be around the people. And I totally ignored that. And I'm not joking to you. I went in my room and I opened up the word and he brought me to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28. And it was all these curses about if you disobey. <laughs> Ever since then, I was like, I'm not playing with him. I'm in the subways. It was so many. And I'm just, I was just like bawling and just repenting. I was like, this is not happening, okay? And then, but he brought it again and I passed that test. And so he'll keep bringing it um, because he wants to, he wants you to overcome in that area. We have many areas we have to overcome and he, he's an overcomer. So we just praise him for that. And there will be many people that try to pull you the opposite way. So while you're trying to abide, while Nika's trying to abide, people are going to be like, listen, you don't have to tell Mark this. He will be okay. He won't ever find out. It's okay. But you know the truth. The truth is like there. And you're like, hmm, she might be right. So you just got to be right, like really careful about what you're taking in. Um, you got to stay connected. Stay. I mean, you really do have to stay connected because it's very easy to get disconnected. One of the pastors that we just met this weekend was, um, he did this like little activity. And Chris, do you remember what it was? Okay, Chris, stand on the chair. Okay, Mark and Nika, can you demonstrate this? Yeah. So this is a demonstration that he gave us about pretty much... Uh, what? So Nika, stand in the chair. All right, come on, Mark. You try to... Mark, you stand in the chair. Okay. What was the next thing? Okay, both of your hands need to be out. Same level? No matter how strong you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now pull them down. Try to pull them down. Mark. <laughs> Don't, Mark, you, no, you let her pull you down. Let her. Don't resist it. Okay, did you see how easy that was for her to pull him down and how kind of tough it was, no matter how strong you are, to pull? Yeah, you have to just be very, because it's very easy to be pulled down. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, I mean, the idea is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder, no matter how strong you are. We think we're these big, bad wolves. And, <laughs> but we, he, he's not, you know, he wants us to use wisdom. So he's not telling, Hey, Tori, go out and hang out with, you know, all 20 of your friends that are just like out partying and stuff. You know what I mean? For, for five days straight and then come home after a week. I don't think he would set me up for that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just don't, um, he wants us to use wisdom. So I just thought that was pretty cool. And I mean, the bottom line is we must remain in the word because Jesus is the word and the word doesn't change. So people can change, you know, their behaviors can change, their words can change, but the word of God remains the same. It stays the same. So we, we must really abide in the word. And, you know, if the enemy comes in on us and he 
tells you that you're like the worst creation in the world. You know what the word says that you were wonderfully and create like creatively made in his image. So you speak that instead of what the the enemy's trying to tell you to speak because it's just a lie. I mean, he is a professional liar, so yeah. No, Okay. If you continue to abide in Christ, who is the word and not depart from him, knowing with all your heart that he is who he says he is, you will abide in the son and the father, which we said earlier, it is only by faith. So we abide in faith. <laughs> we know that he says who he is in faith based on his word. So the more that you know, you you really just keep saying that, Lord, you are who you say you are. Your word remains. It doesn't return void. You know, you just keep declaring those things out. You'll just, it becomes you. And nobody can, like, shake that because you've cultivated that with the Lord. And a sign to know if you're abiding in him is if you're acknowledging him. Like, in that, in the, that moment, you acknowledge the Lord. You know, when you, you decide you chose him. So that's a sign that, you know, you're abiding. It's like you can't even make small baby decisions by yourself anymore. It's like you need you want his approval. You need his approval, which once before, you know, when you're not abiding in him, you can make all types of decisions without anybody, you know. And. And a, another sign to know that you're not ab- abiding in him um, is when everything seems so like dark and and blind and you feel like you're kind of like just I guess going through this world all along like you don't have any hope you you know no one's with you helping you through it because when you're abiding in Christ there's such a light like you know that every day you wake up you're gonna walk out something for his kingdom and um you know you just have no fear you know because you know he's with you and he's you're with him. So I praise the Lord. So we taught on abiding. Is there anything you have to say, baby? No? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I really just want to pray. Um, yeah. I just feel that the thing that keeps coming up this week is just knowing our identity in Christ and really being confident and bold in who we are in him and not our, our, our former self anymore. Um, so I just want to pray that and we can go. Is that cool? So father, we just thank you for your word that went forth tonight, Lord. We ask that you will fill it with your blood. And father, we ask, we come together as your children. And we ask that you will give us the energy. You will give us the the hope. You will give us everything we need to abide in you daily. We ask that we will acknowledge the Holy Spirit as we go forth. And we will ask the Holy Spirit on what to say and what to do to give you the acknowledgement that you deserve. And to glorify your son. So Father we bless you. We bless you Lord. We bless you Lord. Father we ask that your children will be confident in who you are. 
And as they grow in confidence of who you are, they will walk in boldness to declare your goodness all around the city of Savannah. And Father, we declare that souls will be touched through their testimonies. Souls. Souls will be brought in for your kingdom. And there will be such a joyful sound as your children rejoice, knowing that they serve a good God. A God that has freed their souls from things that no man could do, but only your power, only your love, only your almighty hand. Father, we thank you for restoring families. We thank you for capturing your bride. We thank you that your goodness follows us in your favor, Father. We thank you that you have called us to fellowship with you. We continue to acknowledge you. We continue to praise you and lift you up, Father. And once again, we acknowledge that we are your family for you. You have called us to be family here on earth, Lord. And we will stay connected for your glory. And nothing will separate us from each other or from you. Because it is only by your love that you have drawn us together. Father, we continue to ask for purity to draw us closer together in unity. So that we can just demonstrate your power here on earth. And I just thank you for every soul that is here tonight. And I thank you that you have called them here to Kingdom Life. We thank you that you have called each and every one of us here to Kingdom Life. And Father, we just bless you for sending us forth in destiny. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.